Namaskaram everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we have a dear friend Praveen Anna with us from UK. Namaskaram Anna. Namaskaram Anna. Yes. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. How are you? Good. Thank you. Yes. Having um, yes, a different drink this time. <laughs> yes. What what drink? What drink? <laughs> uh, Sukha coffee. Yes. <laughs> Unlike last time. <laughs> yeah. proper coffee yeah. so before we get into the podcast i would just like to you know share like um, if if any of you want to listen to this podcast in the audio format it will be available on apple podcast and uh, stitcher google podcast and anchor also and spotify also i'm missing all the platforms <laughs> so we'll be talking a lot about uh, pravinana's journey and also a lot about sustainable fashion so that is why i'm super keen on doing this podcast because when pravinana had contacted me he wanted to share a lot about fashion and how we can make it sustainable so shall we take it from uh, from your childhood and before we go into sustainable fashion i want people to get to know you a bit like your journey and all so wherever you feel comfortable with yep sure let's start from scratch uh, <laughs> so yeah hi everyone hi anna so um so my childhood so i was raised um 50-50 in the uk and in india so um I'm originally from Coimbatore and uh, <laughs> so so yes um, I'm Tamil and uh, you have to say fact, vijay dialogue you have to say vijay dialogue or any any tamil star dialogue then only we we'll let you continue the podcast tamil dialogue yeah from movies okay do you have um <laughs> do you have a favorite movie uh, <laughs> any vijay movie will do <laughs> any vijay movie eh okay okay and how about this i'll yeah. try to blend a movie dialogue okay. with the conversation okay 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 i can spice things up <laughs> okay um yeah so yeah so coimbatore coimbatore <laughs> yeah so um so in fact in coimbatore my um, parents are from a from a village in coimbatore which is um right near our ashram it's about oh. it's about 5 i would say about 5 to 8 kilometers from our isha ashram um and uh, so we have a coconut farm over there oh okay <laughs> so next so next time when you uh, do go to the ashram yeah. then uh, got to drop me a message <laughs> if anyone wants to climb coconut trees please message praveen <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah please do yeah. and um so yeah no, i i've spent a lot of time at the farm um it was our like weekend family tradition to like um just you know visit the farm spend a weekend there but um but i've never really like uh, visited the ashram um so that's so that's a glimpse into my um like you know my early days uh, i'm 23 now but i'm talking about you know when i was um when i used to like come down to india for the summer break or even after like um living in india right so this was our family tradition like visit the farms some quality time over there and um so yeah so i uh, studied in the uk up until um the 6th grade and just when i was about to start my 7th grade 
uh, we just decided to move back to India. Um, so, like, you must have heard, like, a lot of parents would want to, like, take back their children. Uh, Indian home. culture. Indian culture. Yeah, just, like, <laughs> marinate us in Indian culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, can so much, I can relate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> because I think you have a, you share a similar story as well, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so that happened. And, um, yeah, so my, uh, so I would say my, uh, more like mature part of my life. I, I, I liked it the way you India. said ma- marinate it. That's the first time I'm see, I could pictureize them <laughs> ma- marinating us and you know grilling us. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, speaking of which, um, I'm actually vegetarian now, but it's okay. I guess we can marinate some. Yeah, we can marinate pa- paneer stuff. also, paneer capsicum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like to put it out there. Um, so, so yeah, so um, so like I said, um, you know, my the most mature time of my life, um, I was in India. So, uh, so I, so I actually moved to the UK last year, in twenty nineteen, but I wasn't really able to um, really uh, connect with that identity because like I, I so I grew up in the UK right but it wasn't that easy for me to like come back and you know uh, settle down so tell us about that as, like how, as easy, tell us about right? that tell us about why that easy like so that we can pick you know what was what did you find it hard and you know how what was that culture difference could you share with us yeah sure to, so, to build some context yeah um, so back in India right um, yeah. Okay. So this 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 is a relevant situation, right? Um, so I used to spend a lot of time um, at the bakery. So, for example, like uh, you know, like I would go to the bakery with my parents, my sister. In UK. Um, uh, sorry, back in India. Back in India. Back in Coimbatore, right? Okay. okay. So, like, frequent visitor, like, just go have some tea with like my parents or. Um, my friends, you know, so it was uh, quite social. Um, and even when you go to a bakery, right, uh, people are just like so welcoming, right? Like, even, even the like tea master, yeah. he's just so welcoming. He remembers your name. And um, so, you know, like I was um, enjoying um uh, no, not attention, but then, you know, like uh, the care, the warmth, the love. I was, yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right, the love, the love, <laughs> and um, so when I moved here, right, so I had my um, uncle to support me during the initial three months, right, because I didn't have a job, but um, so yeah, so once I did get my job and started exploring a lot more. I didn't have the same vibe over here. So, you know, when I used to go to a cafe and, or, you know, like go grab a coffee with a friend, you know, it, it was a bit different is what I'm trying to say. Um, but things did change uh, after I did get my job. Um, so I'm an engineer and I work for a bank. Um, so I, so it's, yeah, so it's not like I introduced um, 
this like uh, idea, but then my colleagues also like uh, drinking tea and coffee, right? And um, what we did was every Friday, one of us had to take a, you know, one of us had to take turns and like, you know, like we had to sponsor our team at Starbucks. Okay. So we'd have to like, so there were about like five to like, uh, five to seven of us um, at the time, right? And we had to like take a piece of paper, note down what everyone, you know, each of us want and go buy it. And, um, you know, from there, every other week, it became a tradition. Like I've been working um, at this bank for the past uh, year and a half. And it became a tradition. And slowly, uh, what we would do is we would just ask each other, hey, like, um, I'm just going to go to the kitchen at work. So while we're in work, right? Would you like a cup of tea? And like, even if somebody says like, no, like, I don't want you to make it because, um, you know, like they, uh, so I found that over here, right? Because because you're in a new uh, space, right? people don't really, so you, you don't really know people yet and they don't want you to do things for them. You know, like all these basic kind of things, right? But then, you know, I'd, I'd still make some tea, like bring it to the table. And then, um, you know, another day when I go to the kitchen and I come back without another cup, right? <laughs> you know, one of my team members would be like, hey, wait, like, where's our cup? <laughs> you know? Right. So things started changing, definitely. But that's what I'm trying to say, just to build some context, right? right? Um, that's what's new over here. It's not that it's not that it's not a social uh, place, uh, because um, I'm not too sure if you've heard about this, Anna. But then uh, there's a saying like, when you move abroad, your life seems to be about a lot more scheduled. Mm. Like people are a lot more like scheduled, and they're not spontaneous. Like even some of my friends who. Uh, moved to uh, London to study, they said the same thing. Like, we don't feel like we can do things sponta as spontaneous. Mm, okay. Uh, if that makes sense. Everyone wants a schedule like that. Like, you know, there's nothing like, we have a schedule, it changes. It will be like that only. Is yeah, it will be like that. But then, yeah, you, you sort of do like, plan your weekend. Mm. You plan your, you, okay. yeah, you're very conscious of time over here. So that was something quite new for me because back at home, right? I could just bakery. knock at my friend's door. Bakery. And, you know, oh, bakery. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that, that, that was definitely uh, something new to me. Um, so yeah, so. You, you skipped your college days and studies I, like completely yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, and you went directly to job. I'm like, did Anna have a breakup? Did Anna have a breakup? Like he's cute. <laughs> you have to share. Yeah, sure. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> so if you can go back to my, um, yeah, if you could go back to my time in India. Yeah. Because um, I wanted, I want people from, to know like why you chose banking and all like, you know, they might be interested to know like how you decided on this profession or career. Yeah, sure. So, um, so like I said, uh, I'm from, so you know, my parents are from a village and um, why I'm repeating this is because, um, so our lifestyles have been 
uh, quite you know like drastically different and um, we've talked about this throughout my life up until this date in the sense that you know like um, my parents have uh, always made me aware that you know they come from a village right and they have a certain belief system right and i've been brought up in london and i've been brought up in india but then um you know like uh, it's more modular like my way of thinking is a lot more different and uh, so is my belief system like just because i've lived with my parents it doesn't really mean that we have the same belief system because um, you know i've interacted with you know foreigners like different people and um, you know my childhood experiences are just different and um, so my uh, dad in fact he used to be an electrical engineer in coimbatore and it was only after i was born did he um, actually like study computer science he was like i have to do something because uh, he wasn't really um, earning enough so he studied computer science and um his younger brother was working in ireland so my dad uh just you know he did what he had to do and he also and he got a job in ireland right so i uh, i've lived in ireland as well i think for two years i don't i don't really remember but i've lived in ireland as well for two years and um so yeah so it it, it just um so what i'm trying to say is uh, he he wasn't quite fixated on what he was doing right he was open to like um he was open to a new lifestyle i would say right because you know um just uh if you if, if i think about it now he you know he had broken english you know it it's uh, you know it must have been a complicated time yeah, for him yeah must have been right? really hard yeah um, must have been really hard so um so just keeping that in mind and my mom is uh she's you know like a homemaker housewife uh, on the other hand so um so it, it actually it, it it comes from them like uh, there, there is a story as to how i landed up in the uk but it comes from um those principles of just you know just uh accepting a new opportunity and also like how do you be humble at the same time um th- that's what i was trying to say so ana um so 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 during my early days so in school or in university right um I, I, as in like even i've had my fair share of like uh, issues with my parents and also that relationship with my sister um you know like a, a, a typical like what what a child goes through right? right because you're exposed to so many different things right like like i said that belief system that i had was a bit different to what they had and um so if my so my so my dad uh, used to say you don't have much time in your life to make you know as many mistakes as you want okay i was quite against that <laughs> on the other hand i used to like make as many mistakes as possible experience it 
you know, learn from it. And then I would um, maybe like handle a situation a bit more differently later on, right? Um, so why I'm saying saying this is because uh, in university, so I studied in, so my uh, I did my undergrad in Bangalore, Christ University. Um, <laughs> Christ University. For all those people who know, all the pretty ladies in Bangalore are from Christ University. <laughs> bit of context. Bit of context. A bit of context. Yeah, every Indian guy's heart beats when someone says Christ University. <laughs> really? Oh, was that how? As in, like, did you yeah, ever? I, like, I, I, yeah, I think it's my heart. And a, lo- and a lot of other guys, maybe in Kerala only. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I can't deny that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so more stories from Christ. More stories from Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I did my, uh, you know, BBA from Christ, BBA honors. And so um, uh, uh, we'll get to like how I became an engineer. It's part of the story. But uh, I did my BBA. And um, so um, a, a good mention um, is that. My flat, so my flatmate, uh, best friend, right from first year of college. Um, so he actually um, acted in a movie, uh, Anandam. It's a Malayalam movie, right? So, uh, so we were flatmates, <laughs> and my other flatmate was a Goan. So uh, it was a. So we were, yeah, like um, we even had like nicknames for each other. Sugar, spice, and salt. <laughs> Sugar, yeah. spice, and salt. Good Sugar, name. spice, and salt. Okay. Um, so, so, which one were you? Uh, so I was a salt. Okay, you were the salt. Okay. Because um, so these guys would wake me up in the morning, right? And the first ten minutes, right? Whenever I used to wake up, I used to be um, in salty mode. So salty mode is like. You know, you can't come and like jump on me or like yeah. poke me, and I'd yeah. be like, mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> um, so I was called Salt. Uh, Sugar was um, the Goan. Okay. His name is Brandon. Brandon, okay. Because uh, you know, like he. A- a- apparently, he's the most, you know, heartwarming, kind one in the house. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Thomas, Thomas was a uh, spice because, um, so he. Uh, that's because like he's more of like a spontaneous um, guy and um, you just n- you just never know what you end up doing with him you know like do you want to go on a trek tonight right just right. go knock on his door he's up for it so he's spice spice that's um, <laughs> and uh, so yes um, in Christ so again, um, again. So, um, just talking about the mindset that we had in Christ, or just during the time period, right? Let's not take Christ uh, into picture, but it's more about like that time period, right? Under graduation. Um, so, I've spent most of my undergraduate, uh, you know, like um, my undergrad times with uh, these two boys, and uh, and. You know, like towards the end, 
we actually um, made a few other friends as well like you know like till date like best friends and uh, we called our group as the aliens right and uh, the aliens basically um, what we're trying to like depict is you could come to a, so uh so you know how like you have this sort of like separation between um, north india and south india right. during uni like you have a you have a group right? um in so in our class right we had so we had three rows sorry three three columns and one column would be like people from nepal you know like uh, um yeah just like that community right the hindi speaking kind of community and then we would have the middle one being like mixed students and then the other side of like maybe some malayali some Malus. tamil people together so <laughs> <laughs> cliche um, when i say this side i mean like towards the back yeah you we always towards the back yeah um so uh so yeah so aliens basically depicts that anybody could come join our group oh. it doesn't really matter right because um so i i was tamil thomas was like you know he's malayali, malayali. brandon was going going so, okay so like yeah. you know like he his i'd say his mother tongue is english more than anything so that's what they speak at home and um and then we had uh, another one another tamilian from chennai his name is vishal so and uh, we even had this uh, one of our dear friends uh, his name is clem is asmees another one from hyderabad oh. so like you know that's what i'm trying to say like we were like all over from india so uh, like that was a pro indian group that was a pro indian a true group. indian group, group yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's alien because we were all agnostic mm-hmm. right um ap- apart from i'd so um so coming back so we're all agnostic right so it's not like they're against religion or it's not like we uh been open to the idea of god but it's just that it hasn't been proven so you know yeah you're just in, you, you just have a middle ground and um so apart from thomas and brandon so these two guys were um, they used to go for these uh, church masses right the holy masses but again like we never used to like really talk about um god as such um they had their reasons why they um, attended it and um yeah but at the end of the day we never really spoke about god or like any sightings from the bible or anything and i didn't have much to contribute as well because i was never really interested or inclined towards um going to a temple or although i've been to so many temples okay uh, my parents used to take me on pilgrimage you know this pilgrimage and um yeah just never really uh, connected with the whole idea what was in all. your mind like i could have played i could have done this during this time was it like that when you went <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely definitely um but also uh, i think it's because so again like i'm bringing up this word too many times i know that but it's quite important right belief system belief it's system. about how you introduce these religious concepts in a very like 
seamless uh, manner. I felt like it wasn't introduced to me in this fashion. Mm. That makes sense. Certain things were kind of being imposed, mm. and also, Anna, like this is something quite important to consider, and I just thought of it now. Um, so from school to uni, right? We were in that phase. I would say, like in the technology transition phase, right? So what do kids always talk about, right? Like iPads, iPad. The, the iPad was a big thing <laughs> back when I was in like tenth yeah. grade. Yeah. So like. True. <laughs> so that's what you're talking about, right? And um, even so, in uni again, you're talking about tech. You're talking about. Um, stuff that you can do in the city, right? Because that's that's why we were there. Like we're yeah. at Christ, like you said, uh, we're in Bangalore. Yes, right? yeah. Uh, the high spirits, and we just want to have fun, right? So if, um, for example, H and M opened up in Bangalore, yeah. and if they had a sale, that's what we talk about, right? Like yeah, that's what let's we go talk, to H yeah. and M. Let's go buy like a couple of T-shirts. Like, oh, like matcha, like this was a good discount. That's what we did. Um, and I, I mean, it's not like we, it's not like um, I was a big shopper anyway, but I'm, I'm just saying like, that was the vibe. Yeah, that was the vibe, like that, that was, culture. That was that culture. Yeah, yeah that, that was the, I wouldn't say culture, culture because yeah. Christ, Christ actually did some really um, beautiful uh, things in campus. Okay. So, I wish I had contributed in some way now, right. but Christ actually—they um, have their own, um, like a recycling unit. So throughout campus, th oh, throughout okay. our campus. Oh, I didn't know about this. They, yeah, yeah. Um, so it—they actually uh, take recycling um, quite seriously. So we have to um, segregate. Our, I do remember plastic and paper for sure. I could be wrong about food waste, but I'm sure, but I, I but I think it's uh, in place. Yeah, it um, should be there, I think. If these both are there, there, that'll be the easiest. Yeah, step. definitely, yeah. definitely. Uh, <laughs> because um, okay, sorry, but why I brought up paper is because um, they would make certain products out of paper. So any like so they would collect all these scrap materials and um, you know convert it into a maybe like. A hard-covered um, notebook, mm -hmm. or they had, they had so many products, right? I wish I could talk about those products now, but in all honesty, like I didn't end up going to uh, those stalls. Mm -hmm. Like I used to segregate waste, right? But I never used to like go to those stalls. Um, so again, like uh, all all this is like definitely uh, building up to yeah. um, what we are going to talk yeah. about, <laughs> with what's happening now. But um, yeah, but that's essentially uh, like university in a nutshell, sorry, college in a nutshell. And uh, love life, you can't miss out on that, right? Yes, <laughs> I, I was actually like, Anna I was skipping, like, Anna, 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 asking. <laughs> skipping score and I'm like, okay, then I won't push. I was like, I'm not gonna push. Maybe he doesn't want to talk. <laughs> yeah. uh, so yeah, um, yeah. Uh, love life in uni was quite, um, 
I would say cinematic. It, it's not. It's not like. Um, it's not like it flourished. It didn't. Right. It was more. Uh, it, there were a few like social like, uh, issues. Like when you know when you see a girl like in a canteen, like people start talking yeah. and and um, you know she's from uh, Kerala oh. and so and uh, you know like uh, it, it's part of the package like the gossip and right. yeah um, but I actually saw her in the exam hall. So just uh, so I was on towards the left uh, most corner of the exam hall, and uh, somebody asked for an additional sheet. <laughs> I just looked, and, okay, okay. and that's how. Uh, she asked for I mean, an additional I, sheet. Yeah, she she just asked for like an additional this is, sheet. This is in slow. And, um, it's in slow additional sheet. She was a friend's friend, right? So I've seen her, but like again, like. Um, she was in close proximity so i just turned it just smiled at her and um and then yeah you know like we ended up talking um, it was very nice um, i again i would say it's quite cinematic because we were spoiled by pop culture in college right? especially um, because i'm with um, like thomas and you know, like we're always watching movies. Right? Okay, okay. Thomas, if you are listening to this, you have been Ravin says you spoiled. <laughs> yeah, you spoiled me, man. <laughs> um, in a good way, in a really good way. Uh, so, but but let me tell you one thing. Anna. We went to the extent where, say, if uh, one of my friends, right, uh, if they do something, and if I, if I don't like. Um, gel with it right this is this is dialogue from arjun reddy right so we used to um when it first came out right like we went for a night show and yeah so i think that month if they do anything against me i'd be like so thomas this is how it is this is how it's going to be i'm leaving oh. i'm leaving this house <laughs> is it and, that's how we were. Wada wow wow wada wow wow. Yeah, that's just how we were in uh, college. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like really good days. <laughs> and speaking of which, in fact, we took my uh, go and flatmate to this Tamil movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Kartre uh, Veliyade. Kartre Veliyade. It's a Mani Ratnam movie. Mani Ratnam. Yeah, it has um, Aditi Rao in it. I think I've seen it. And who are Aditi Rao and? And uh, Karthik, Karthik, Surya's younger brother. I think I've not seen it. And what happened? But, but no, but then like, uh, you know, like we introduced him to like mm-hmm. Tamil movies and like even he was like, wow, like I never knew like these movies even existed. So yeah, as in like, that was just our circle. like. We were spoiled by pop culture and movies and all that, um, and, and I mean that's why I said a cinematic experience, right? Because yeah, like a bunch of things run in your head. Um, so yeah, so fast forwarding a bit uh, from the love life segment. Um, yeah, so 
uh, towards the end of college is when um, I started uh, being a bit more aware of a few um, of a few things. So I felt like I didn't have an identity in college. And it was only towards the end of college that I started um, creating one for myself. And that was um, through fitness. So I used to, uh, you know, between my last year of college, I was at the gym, um, just talking about um, what is intermittent fasting. I, again, like, um, I used to do a lot of research on YouTube and um, just go through a few short, like, you know, these um, papers, right? Theses online. And um, yeah, so so that was me. Like, that's how people identified me. Mm-hmm. But towards the end of college, like, oh, like this guy's into fitness. Um, and, you know, he's always talking about intermittent fasting and um, all these concepts. And um, so why I'm bringing this up now is because um, at this point of time, I used to literally carry a weighing scale around. Is it? So, like, so, so not, not like around. Sorry, <laughs> uh, let me uh, rephrase that. I used to have a weighing scale. And um, around in the sense, like, I would weigh my food when I go back to Coimbatore to visit oh, my parents. Is it? Okay. And I would actually, like, you know, how much chicken I'm eating, the amount of meat, the protein. And my parents used to tell me back then, like, dude, like, you shouldn't be eating meat like almost every other day even if it's 100 grams i I only used to have like 100 grams um all my other like sources of protein were from the you know like lentils beans all these vegetarian sources but they were like really concerned but but again i felt like they were imposing and i didn't listen to them i wish i had (laughs) i told i told them recently um but but yeah but but that ends my like college uh, life as such and um, so again um, moved back to Coimbatore after graduation spent some time uh, at home helping my dad with this um, so my dad now runs um, a textile business so we are garment exporters and we manufacture for a big sportswear um, brand in Europe and a few other uh, brands across Europe as well. Um, that's our portfolio. And um, yeah, so I spent some time with my dad at the textile factory, um, I'd say a couple of months over there. And later I moved back to Bangalore because um, I was investing in the stock market. And I just wanted to like learn a bit more and work in that space, right? Fast forward, fast forward from that time um, I moved to UK 2019 um, without with a plan but nothing was in place it's not like I attended a job interview online I just I asked my dad like can you please like book me a ticket oh, I'd like okay. to move to the UK and um, yeah just you know have a new experience right and so I moved to the UK in 2019 March um, stayed at my uncle's, which I'm very grateful for because uh, they treated me um, very well. And I um, stayed with him and his family for three months. Got my job, moved to like central London. So they live about like one hour from the centre of London. So now I live more close to central London because that's where my um, 
job ended up being. So, um, oh yeah, so enough for the viewers. So it's like, so London is like, so central London, it's like the nucleus, right? It's like the center. And you have rings around it called like zone one, zone two, zone three, and it keeps going up to like zone six. So what it means is like the most, the more closer you are to London, you're in that zone, zone. basically, right? So right now I live in zone two. Oh, so very close. Yeah, it's very close. Um, so yeah, um, so just before I left my um, uncle's house, because my, so he uh, used to live a bit more closer to my kindergarten friend. So yes, um, my, so it's really weird. Like we were never in touch after the sixth grade. We were never in touch. And um, probably the only time I spoke to this friend of mine was in an online game called RuneScape. I've heard of this, I think, RuneScape. Have you? Played it. I haven't played Trust it, me. but I've heard of it, I think. Uh, the kids who grew up in UAE, they know about RuneScape. Definitely, definitely. Oh. What is the RuneScape about? What it's, game? it's a it's a online um, MMORPG game. It's like a role-playing game. Okay. So uh, you could um, be a magician and train your skill in that, and you oh. meet other players. Yeah, maybe I was not much into gaming, but I think I've heard some people around me talk about something. Like maybe that's why. Okay, continue on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you met him on RuneScape. So how did you identify him? Oh, uh, no, as in like, we used to play RuneScape when we were kids, right? Ah, right. When I moved back to India, I think it was in 8th or 10th grade. I was quite active. Um, up until like 10th grade, 10th grade um, I was quite active um, on RuneScape. Oh. And so was he. So we had a, we, so we exchanged a conversation on RuneScape. And maybe like one other message after a few years on Facebook. But once you knew that I was in London, um, when I picked him on Facebook, right? He was the most excited one. Okay. Um, uh, that's just because uh, our families, um, you, you know, like, so he's from Pakistan originally. And, um, you know, because like, outsiders we just settled down in the UK yeah, our yeah. families got along really well right. and um, yeah so I met him he and I we went on a walk and we, he casually asked me so like um, I've seen your I've seen I've seen a picture of you on Instagram um, it seems like you had a good uh, physique uh, you know in the recent year um, so like what kind of food do you eat and um, are you are you a meat eater and I was like yeah I'm, I'm a meat eater like in fact at that point of time I was a meat eater uh, in 2019 and um, I asked him like what about you right because um, his mom makes like delicious biryani and he's, he's, uh, he's Muslim uh, yeah. uh, you know, it's, in, the, it's yeah. in their trade you know they, they know the biryani <laughs> the ingredient the secret ingredients <laughs> oh yeah and um you and you'd be surprised he was like actually i'm trying to cut down my meat consumption and um he's like i'm trying to uh, venture out into more like vegetarian products uh, i was like why and he said um one of his friends introduced him to this group the krishna conscious group um it's part of 
sorry, what am I saying? Uh, yeah, it's a group, but then like each <laughs> uh, college or like university in London would have um, their own, like a, a smaller group, right? Like their own like branch of Krishna conscious. And, and so is yeah, it, so they're all part is of it the same group. as ISKCON? ISKCON's Krishna conscious? Is it or? I'm, I'm not too sure if it's um, part of ISKCON because um, I, I've only spent a very, like a brief amount of time with them. Um, short amount of time with them actually but um, so apparently one of his friends introduced him um, to a group in King's College London and he used to attend like um, their Thursday evening sessions every other week they have this Thursday evening session where you just um, it's kind of like inner engineering right where you talk about what is responsibility or some some aspect of life but the idea is during that session, you're, you're only like talking about that idea, right? You want to um, dig deep as much as possible. Oh, sorry. <coughs> no, no, it's good. This is, a, this is raw podcast. <laughs> we keep the raw podcast. <laughs> we keep humans as they are, not touch up. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, um, so he, <laughs> so he, um, so, so so that's what he um, said. You know, he said, "Listen, like I, like I started like um, attending this group, and a lot of people from across the world come to this group." So he said, um, "So even 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 before I said anything, he was like, I know, like I'm Muslim, but you know, it's not like." It's, it's not like he's um, changing his re religion or anything, right? He's just open to uh, new ideas to shape his perspective um, of life. And um, so I started bringing up uh, a few like punchlines that my parents would say, right? especially my uh, dad. So I was like, yeah, bro, um, you know, Hinduism is the, is the way of life. <laughs> That's what I said. Uh, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and he was like that's true and um and uh, <laughs> so and i was like okay interesting and so we just kept walking this was um a long walk we're just like getting to know each other um and yeah like, i i don't really remember exactly why we spoke about um like religion as such Maybe, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely came out of life, talking about meat consumption and like what you eat and what, you know, like lifestyle, right? He was interested in that, right. you know, he was, he was like, what is this guy's lifestyle? Like he moved back to India, now he's back again, randomly. Like, so, um, so I really liked the idea that he was willing to like, just explore, you know, like just ask so many he was, questions. He was more open to life, right? Like. Yeah, yeah. Here we yeah. are, we are like throwing out punchlines. We do not have the experience. Like I also use it, Hinduism is a way of life. But that did not come from any experience. I would just say like that, right? But mm. other people are actually more open. Like they want to explore it, know it. And, and that's very beautiful, actually. Yeah. As, as in like you, just like uh, the back of what you said, Anna, you need to like really mean what you say. Is what I understood that day. Right? Yeah. 
and um, and because you're not representing a, a religion, but then even if you're complementing it in, in a certain way, right? When I say it's a way of life, even if I'm speaking good of it, um, but what's the point, right? Without actually being in that uh, way of life, maybe. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, just to like be <laughs> in that way of life. Um, so yeah, so, uh, but you know, like after that walk, uh, went back home, um, had a chat with my uncle. And um, so uh, they, are, they are quite um, like religious, like, you know, they, they pray um, and they have certain principles um, like from Hinduism in their lives. And um, so fast forwarding a bit, um, you know, like I move out of my uncle's house and got my job and I'm more closer to King's College now, right? So as in like half an hour journey from my, from, you know, on a Thursday evening, all it takes is like 30 minutes for me to like reach King's College and attend the session. So I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm coming with you. And I start attending these sessions and um, I meet more people. And so the, these were all like students from King's College, of course but other other people were allowed to come as well. And um, yeah, so I go there. So again, like it, it's, it's let, let's just call it a satsang so that people can like um, build some sort of like relevance. It, it was a satsang. So every, <clears throat> damn. <laughs> so I think I need some sukku. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, just started attending those satsangs. At the end of um, every satsang, we would have a meditation. <laughs> nope. No, <laughs> even Suku is not doing. You need no, copper, doing co copper water bottle. I have a copper water bottle. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. I, I ended up buying, it's actually downstairs. Oh, okay. And after the after uh, the podcast, you can run after the podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the hammered uh, version. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the dot dot dot, very beautiful one. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. With the hexagon kind of shape around. You know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. So yeah. So we would have a meditation session towards the uh, end of each satsang, and um. So it. So again, like I wasn't, like very immersed in it, so I, I would close my eyes. And just sit there with, uh, you know, like among this small community, and um, I never. So they they used to chant uh, Hare Krishna. Um, that was the chant that used, they used to do, and I did try it out once. Um, again, I was a bit shy, and you know, yeah. like, of course, yeah. like um, I was shy <laughs> to put it uh, short, and um, and. I just met people who all share a similar uh, like um, mindset, you know, like they, they, they were there with a, with a purpose. And that purpose was to uh, seek, like, talk to each other, go deeper. Right. And um, I know we spent some time talking about my college life, my friends and, but um, it all adds up because um, I had very few friends, a, a close-knit circle, and we would always like 
seek in some kind of way. So say, say if like a situation happens, right? It's not like we ignore it. Um, <laughs> some, of, some of our other friends used to call us like overthinkers because we, we would like sit and discuss about it. And um, which, which is quite beneficial in my opinion. Um, so yeah, so like this community was quite similar to that, right? Like we would sit and only talk about, <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> he's back. She's back. He's back. Um, yeah, she's back. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, and we only used to like um, talk, you know, about, about a topic and um, just basically dive deep. And uh, so, yeah, so about like a month or two went by and Corona happened. I couldn't attend these sessions anymore. So, again, like this is so recent, right? right. It's not like um, this happened early 2019, it was late 2019. And then like Corona happened and I couldn't attend these sessions. But I think my last session with this group was at um, one of the members house. She was leaving to Singapore. She was leaving back to Singapore. And um, so we all huddled together in a house and some of the guys, they brought their, uh, oh, I don't know what you call it now. It's an instrument. Um, okay, okay. One was okay. One was there was a tabla, and there was another one. But I'm gonna. I'll, I'll probably like if I if it does ring a bell. Maradangam. tabla was there, but then like um, it was sort of like a keyboard. Oh, okay. It was a uh, keyboard. Harmonium. Uh, with a. I think it's a harmonium. Harmonium. Yeah, harmonium is different. It's a harmonium. Yeah, it's a harmonium. Um, I'll share a video with you later. Yeah. Um, don't worry, like guys, like your faces are not in there. But then, like <laughs> the setup, the setup, yeah. right? We turned off the lights, lit some candles. Um, there were there were about like I think ten of us, and um, yeah, even I chanted like Hare Krishna. Uh, that day, it was it was beautiful, and um. As far as I can recall, that was my last session with them. And, and then, yeah, you know, like uh, COVID happened and um, COVID happened. I started watching more content about chanting. And um, so uh, let's get to the YouTube side of things now. Like this is the real deal. This is what we've been uh, waiting for. Um, when I used to attend those satsangs, right? Um, again, this was when I used to travel to work every day. I used to listen to Hare Krishna mantra in the train. So in, so in London, we have underground tube. Right? So, we, so we call the underground trains as tubes. And it's so loud. And so like when you enter a tube, you see a lot of people with head earphones, right? Because you just want to listen to music and, you know, the ambience is quite uh, hectic, right? There's a lot of people inside and it's so loud. I used to play um, Hare Krishna mantra instead of listening to music. And I would just close my eyes and just stand. Um, so that's when I started, I more actively started um, searching on YouTube for um, more like spiritual content. If we can call like chanting, yeah. everything. It's part, it's part of spirituality, yeah, so right. more spiritual content. And um, I came across Sadhguru, naturally, of <laughs> right. course. 
and uh, sort of watching more of his videos and then i was like oh wait like i've been to isha okay. i i have a farm like yeah. 20 minutes from isha <laughs> it was a half an hour from isha like a half an hour drive tops and um yeah and like uh so when i was when i was um i think in ninth grade right i used to have a friend uh, his name was abhishek and he was also from the uk we didn't know each other but then like um they they originally from orissa and his parents were quite spiritual and they they wanted to visit isha so they stayed at a farm and like we took them to isha so like that memory just like shot up like i it's quite it's embedded um quite nicely uh, because um his mom bought me a t-shirt okay organic no. cotton no when i was in ninth standard organic okay. cotton okay Uh, with the, uh, have you seen this picture or maybe like maybe some of our viewers um, could have seen this but it's like a elephant right a elephant symbol black lining with um, orange outlining on top uh, maybe maybe some memory thing so i think okay. i visited the isha shop over here so i think i have seen that shirt maybe maybe i think i'm not too sure if it's there now or not Uh, not that no? i was asking no but i, I think volunteers know. wear it in when we go to the ashram or something I? i think i have seen someone is okay maybe i'm just making it up and you said it <laughs> maybe i'm not maybe maybe <laughs> yeah uh, but it's been a long time anyway like even i you know I, i'm trying to like uh, kind of like build up that picture now but um yeah so like so i remembered like oh yeah like isha <laughs> uh it's always been like quite close to me <laughs> and um and then you, you know i guess your videos were getting uh, good traffic and people were smashing the like button and you know when youtube yeah. uh does its algorithm and it yeah. shows you more videos right of yeah. um like similar sorts similar uh, sort, yeah. same sort so speaking of which guys like smash the like button and subscribe <laughs> to this chap <laughs> um had to say it and <laughs> thank you thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you Anna. um yeah but Anna, um, i watched your video on your review of in engineering and uh, and i didn't end up signing um like instantly So what I did was um I just started watching more content. So after watching your video I didn't really go search for like hey, what is in engineering because you know you gave us a fair idea of what it was and um yeah I just started watching more content on meditation and um came across some videos of Sadhguru on various different topics right like i'm sure like other people on this podcast must have already talked about them and um so i connected with someone um she a girl and she was also um apparently she was also planning to do uh, in engineering because her parents were um just like you know like followers on sadguru you could say and um, that kind of like fast tracked me uh, into doing the course a, a lot more sooner than expected right and um so i so yeah like i did in engineering and at, at this point of time is when um i completed the course and i connected with you oh okay. like I, i think after a month or two 
I connected with you to like share my experience, right? Because um, I really wanted to. Up, do you remember um, last time we spoke? I said I really want to apply some of these principles right. to my uh, like daily routine. Let me experience it, and then let me like reach out to Anna. Is what I thought, mm-hmm. and um, so I ended up doing that, right? So I, again, going back to yeah. Hinduism is the way of life. Yes. Right? I don't want to like make another comment mm-hmm. of um, of such thought. Yeah. Inner uh, so engineering instead, is the way of life. <laughs> you yeah. don't make that. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and uh, so do you remember? Like last time when I spoke, we even had a chat about. Um, we need to be responsible or like sorry like accountable for things that we say so when we go like so naturally when you finish in in the engineering right you want your peers to also like embark the same journey right yeah, yeah. you you'd want them to like embark yeah, the same yeah, journey yeah. but imagine if i go and like try to impose it on their belief system right yeah, yeah. Like guys, like I did in the engineering, and yeah. you guys have to do it as well. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's going to uh, kind of tarnish the reputation it holds. I would say. Yeah, the beauty that it holds, like the we beauty might, that we, it holds. we might be denying yeah. the other people the opportunity, just mm-hmm. because we are imposing on them, right? They might never do Definitely. it actually. Yeah. The might baby, never do it. Yeah. 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 And um, and you know, like we might, and it so. uh i'd like to say this to everyone as well right so when we do want our peers to do in engineering i think we should um, just subtly talk about it now and then so like if our peers do ask us more questions like what is in engineering like what did satguru talk about or like what principles did you apply in your life then i think we could have a more engaging like conversation with them but we shouldn't go all out and you know like get them to apply some of these principles that you and i have um, picked up from the course can i add one sure. thing can i add one more thing to it like i noticed like when i was in a marriage function i never talked about inner engineering or anything but i would just do my practices or the way i would eat or the way i would do they wanted to know actually like there was no yeah. subtle also like not even a single mention that i am into spirituality or i am into sadguru or anything but just like the way we are they should feel like you know there's something that what is this guy doing or this girl doing that they should feel like talking definitely yeah so i think that and it's designed like that if we actually live like what is given like like inner engineering is a way of life <laughs> and if we actually apply it people will if something is beautiful everyone wants some beautiful things in their life right so if something is beautiful people will be naturally drawn to it but if it's not working yeah. for us people people can actually see whether it's working for us or not because i also personally feel just because doing inner engineering won't make a person awesome like only if you apply the tools given in it will you actually be able to live like that yeah and um anna like that so um so you said you sorry did, what what was it that you did like i was marriage, no um, marriage function I, i didn't like marriage function was over 3 4 days right so i used to stay in my <laughs> friend's place at her home okay. so yeah. i had to get up in the morning you know 
do, do my practice do my practices and, yeah. and then i would do regular thing involved with them with whatever they wanted or, okay so mm-hmm. that was it was not a marriage function evening i went in between the oh, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, <laughs> i got it wrong actually that was my bad i just said marriage function again <laughs> weddings are out three four days so i forgot to mention that yeah it's not that i went to my marriage no, no, function no. and it <laughs> no i didn't do that <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't worry. I like I, I didn't picture that. Yeah. But I, I, I was thinking more towards like, did you uh, avoid certain food, maybe, or did you? I, I, I actually know from that perspective. Actually, no, I did not avoid. <laughs> I think they. I think most people have the thing that, uh, you know, doing practices, one will turn super vegan or yeah. vegetarian, which is good actually, which is good. But I am not someone like that. So they would. I think they would feel like, what the hell? Like this guy is doing so much, and then he's he's doing all the regular things also. because i think everyone thinks that spirituality is a disability like if you are spiritual that means you can't do this you can't do that and maybe they notice that within me i'm not so disabled i'm doing everything that everyone else is doing and i'm doing it in a very joyful way also so maybe that's in a joyful way yeah um so um the back of that word very recently somebody asked me um so No, actually, they said, "Please don't hate me. I eat chicken." And I said, "Like, don't worry. Like, people take their own time to realize, you know, like there are um, just other ways of like satiating yourself. You don't need to eat meat, right?" Sure. And um, and I said, "Yoga helped me make the transition." Right? And I said, "I was running on plant-based fuel." Um, almost throughout this year like so from um early like uh, from from march i've cut out meat i've cut out eggs um i'm having dairy like you know the occasional like coffee yeah. or two or a little bit of like butter or ghee that's about it um but yeah but we've made it towards <laughs> the end of this year we've made by, it <laughs> by the way is coming so i'm also going to go on veg fuel for some time now 42 days i heard so but didn't weren't you supposed to like contact someone at isha and ask them mm-hmm. what biryani they would be serving biryani <laughs> 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 biryani only veg biryani <laughs> so plant based plant based diet for me also plant based diet yeah nice so would you be open to maybe thinking of like a long term um like a plant based approach after that because you're going to be on a month of um, like a plant based diet i think i've been more hardcore this is just plant based i for the samyama preparation like we need to be on positive pranic also like no oh, okay. like no onion because the program is in such a way that we have to prepare our body so mm-hmm. for 60 days i had been like that so but wow. yeah for me but i still eat i don't think i'll go on a plan based after that also because uh, okay. the way uh, like i live in my, with my parents and all so mm. they there's a way they cook and all and i also don't know cooking okay so so for me only to make tell mom to make veg and all i don't think it's maybe if i like maybe when i shift outside or maybe if i'm on my own maybe then i might try going on a long term but i like to okay. you know go with the flow like that. I don't like to go with the flow. <laughs> But you know, this is what I told myself as well. I said, um, "Let me go with the flow." Right? Yeah, yeah. But you know, you picked up the spatula earlier this week, yeah, yeah. Uh, last week, didn't you? So that's where it all starts, mate. <laughs> You're going to start cooking soon. I hope. I hope yeah. you start cooking. Soon. Yeah, yeah. I'm learning a little bit, little bit, little bit. I'm learning. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, so um, so yeah, so, so I said uh, yoga helped me transition, yeah. and and that person was like into vegetarianism, right? I said no, like into more a sustainable way of life. That was my answer. It took me like seconds to reply um, because that's what inner engineering has helped me. Like it's helped me embark on another journey, um, you could say. I'm calling it a journey because um, so many things have uh, changed in my daily life. So right from the products that I consume um, to the products that I wear and um, also the way I eat, right? Because the course, you know, like they place a lot of emphasis on what you eat, how you feel after eating. Uh, because uh, the more you dump food into yourself, then, um, you know, it takes a toll on your mental like processing capability and um, i felt uh, a significant difference so when i started i actually uh, listening to my body and you know eating when i'm hungry i was anyway like intermittent fasting for like three years now but you know like uh, i would have a big meal like it, it was all over the place right um, but the discipline of fasting was already there but this, this was like a catalyst, you know, like now I'm fasting, but now I know like, you know, what's a, um, the ideal quantity of food should I be eating? Like, like, yeah, let's call it ideal quantity, right? Let's not talk about like nutrition. That's a whole nother story. Um, but yeah, but still working out, still exercising, still eating plant-based fuel, uh, feeling really good. And um, I even told you this, uh, like digestion has like significantly improved um, after that uh, course. And um, so, yes, so coming back to sustainability. Um, so now like, so because I'm from a, a textile background, right? Because dad um, runs the textile show back at home. Um, he, uh, so, so my mom and dad, they usually don't buy that many garments. Um, in fact, in our house, we don't really talk about like, oh, like I'm lacking like certain colors or I don't have enough in my wardrobe. You know, like, okay. uh, do you need to pick up? Do you need to pick something up? Or? No, no, my watch is oh, okay. the, the light turned on. I'm like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. cool, cool. Um, yeah, so yeah, um, I, I think this is really important now that they never complained that they didn't have enough. You know, they've always had enough is their thought process. Like even, even now, right? And, um, you know, yeah, so um, that's one aspect. And another is um, even the friends that I, like, um, I was with in my like more mature days, right in college. Um, again, so safe, like you know, when we go to college, Christ being like very strict, we used to like wear formals, clean shaven, and um, say if we like sweat a little bit, it's not like we crumple our clothes and like throw it in our, you know, like bag at home. Um, you know, we would hang it in the sun, let it dry for a little bit, right? At that time our thought process is different. We didn't want to like ruin our clothes and end up spending more and buying again. 
right. they, they're trying to, they're like cheap people back then you know like we're on a budget, <laughs> budget we don't want to yeah. spend too much we're trying to preserve what we have right, right? and <laughs> but now the mindset has um, completely changed mm. now i've understood that um textiles um it so as as in like i i just started um I'm trying to like uh, put this in a more uh, like more like a streamlined way, but yeah. So because I'm from the textile background, um, I just ended up paying more attention to certain things that were happening around me. Right. So in London, um, there's a place called Oxford Street where all the major fashion labels are. Um, you know, they have they have a store. on that street right is zara h&m up into like your uh, high end brands as well and um, i think I, i'm not too sure but sportia ka i think yeah 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 sportia ka yes 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 this talk about oxford street piccadilly circus because these she was are, working like, there she was working there in a shop she was working there yeah, yeah. and um, <laughs> yeah so this is where like it, it's it's a hot spot Yeah. Like fashion and different brands and um so outside one of these um companies right that uh, I don't want to name which one but um there were always a bunch of protesters because oh. that company uses fur oh okay right and there's a big movement in the UK okay. so it's at these hot spots that people protest you know saying like stop cruelty you know you killing coyotes um and animals you know like we use coyote fur for like these uh, winter jackets right. different products and um yeah sort of like protest um happens um these areas right i started paying more attention to them so early in the day i used to like be ah oh, like what's this propaganda you know why are they like yelling and like trying to like force their opinion you know but now i started paying more attention right and i'm doing my um youtube or like google search learning more about textile industry again like coming back from a textile industry um i wasn't really like conscious that this is a very polluting industry so so check this out right so you're in the textile industry right you're not conscious that in the grand scheme of things that textile is like <laughs> this world's like second largest polluter right okay um according to stats um but you're trying to tackle other problems right like in in my supply chain right which see see there are already so within a problem there are other problems right so you in this um let's call it um in this existing model of making clothes right you know you um have to buy your cloth you need to dye your cloth and then you need to cut them you need to like stitch mm-hmm. them together so that process right that itself has problems so you have a problem within a problem so you need to select the right supplier for your um dye so certain dyeing units um in india so they need to comply to like um 
certain standards. How do they discharge their dye um, water? Um, you can't be like discharging them into like sewage or mm. streams and lakes, right? So there are already a few problems that you're trying to like tackle. So how are you conscious that, how, how are you aware of the bigger picture, right? And um, so like that, I wasn't really aware that, okay, like we might be participating in a polluting industry. And I started talking about it with my dad and um, he, and then like, you know, we had conversations around um, how he was brought up like consumption, right? Back then, like in villages, right? People never used to really consume clothes as often as we are right now. And um, so, yeah, so now we can addressing a few problems with textiles, I would, I would say. Um, one is consumption. So we need to be more conscious when buying um, a garment or any, any sort of like fashion product, right? You need to like first ask yourself, do I really need this? Yeah, give us I some simple tips, like for someone who's going out. One. Yeah, what, mm. what can a consumer do? Something simple. Yeah, so yeah, um, I'd like to highlight that at the end of the day, right? Like there's a saying, systems have to change, mm. right? So there are hundreds of conventional, um, brands out there, fast fashion, right? Um, so first, so, so yeah, so there's a saying that systems need to change, like brands need to um, shape their perspective, you know, like lean towards more a sustainable approach only then, uh, so yeah, and people would then naturally end up buying their products. Right. So, for example, what I'm trying to say is if you go to H&M, right, they have H&M conscious. Mm. That's one line mm -hmm. where certain products are made out of um, like recycled uh, polyester or cotton or, you know, you can get. In fact, back in the day, I bought um, back in the day in, in college, I bought um, a polo shirt made out of organic cotton from H&M. So, um, so again, like brands do have a very small range of products, right? Mm -hmm. But they're still producing, like majority of the production lies in fast fashion, fast fashion, right? Now, coming back to the statement, systems have to change. Meaning if H&M produce all their products under H&M conscious, right? The consumer is still going to end up buying a H&M t-shirt, right? Because he or she might like the fit of their t-shirt or yeah, maybe for some other like quality, some, some sort of reason, right? And so this is um, not happening at the moment, right? It's not like systems are changing at scale, right? So what I'm trying to say is instead of um, putting them under the limelight, what I'm trying to say is what if as a consumer, we start changing, right? 
So next time when you walk into H&M, you start buying more H&M conscious product, right? Naturally, the demand for that product increases and then the system itself will realize that, okay, like this is not what we want, right? Um, I, I could be wrong, but from my experience and from, you know, like the chat that I've had with my friends or my dad, this is what I've understood. Like, this is one way, you know, building it from ground up, from the consumer to the system. There's, there's, there's always a ratio on her. Like, what, what do you think, right? It's, it's like of- proper. It's proper. And I think just add one more thing, like when they buy, they should put on the social media platforms. So this is the H&M conscious and I'm going to buy yeah. this because brands are out there on social media. They, they're checking the consumers. They are day in, day out because that is where all the attention is right now. Social media influencers, people, it's no more the traditional marketing. So when you buy such stuff and if you put it out, brands will always get to know that, okay, this is what they want. Because someone might take a return survey, like, what do you like? People just don't care. But when someone is posting it out there, it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So because, so you know, we, because brands job. will change, like you just said, like, like we can say that system needs to change, brand needs to change, but why would they change unless we don't change? They will always yeah. apply to what they're getting profits from. And that's how business is. Yeah. So and we they, need to feed back to them, right? Yeah. Yeah. We need to feedback them that we are going to buy only if it's organic and that's how it is. Or we'll go to some other alternative source. Then they will mm-hmm. change anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, that's well said. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's fine that we used H&M's name just because like that was my experience yeah. with H&M. Any brand, any brand for that matter. Any, any brand, in fact, right? It's not only H&M doing this. Oh my God, will H&M sue us? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> disclaimer. H&M, I love your products. <laughs> cool. I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> yep. Um, I am wearing an H&M kurta. Conscious kurta. No, this is an Isha. This is an Isha. Like, like I was talking about sustainable fashion. No, today, so I was like, I'll wear good organic clothes bought from Isha. No risk. I won't bring oh, my wow. fat. So, so this is a woven fabric. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it must be. I don't know what is, this is from the Isha clothing line. It must be. I, nice. Like I had okay. gone for the Mahashivratri. I had gone only taken my, you know, uh, sweatpants and shirts because I thought it was full time yep. volunteering. But I was volunteering for Yaksha. So Yaksha is full, uh, you know, dance, music. So on the day the event, Sadhguru will also be coming. So they asked, please dress in Indian clothes. I'm like, I don't have any Indian clothes. <laughs> I only have t shirt. <laughs> so then I ran to the shop and I bought two, three kurtas and. Uh, it, it still feels good, you know? Nice. It looks good. Yeah. Like from, from this uh, view, it looks like a Mandarin collar. Ah, yeah, yeah. You know? And actually, I, this there is a difference between normal cotton and organic cotton. I genuinely feel that because because I my parents always say buy cotton. So I always buy cotton shirts and, you know, cotton t-shirts and everything. But mm-hmm. the 100% organic, there's a very nice feel to it. It, it does not feel at all. It means I feel like I'm not wearing anything. It feels that good on the body. In okay, my personal really? experience, yeah. Even while doing the practices, organic cotton feels very, very good. Like the Samyama clothing is full 100% organic and it, it, it is the most comfortable piece of clothing I've ever worn in my life, I can say that. Wow. Okay. Um, I actually haven't tried a product from Isha yet, but um, yeah, but uh, let me check out the kurta because I don't own a kurta. 
and oh, okay okay yeah yeah I'll, i'll definitely check it out i don't think it needs to be under person that organic i think that is what matters that organic cotton i think cotton also so, i don't know is there different cottons like organic and organic there must be right yeah 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 so um uh, so we still have time to talk about it yeah yeah talk yeah awesome <laughs> so yeah um so when you talk about sustainability right so as an i've given you like highlight so we talked about the system and we've talked about the power of the consumer now um there are a few other aspects as well so for something to be sustainable right um it has to be ethical so the uh, garment workers who are you know in the production process right are they being treated well are they being uh, paid well that's one uh, important aspect because um behind the scenes um you know like things do happen right um right from the work environment to you know like lighting for example or yeah as are you giving them condom you know some sort of like condiments tea coffee or all this matters is what i'm trying to say like right. are they comfortable right, right at the end of the day and uh, most importantly are they being paid well because right. that's where things go wrong in the fashion industry because you're trying to produce clothes at a cheaper mm. like uh, price right then you try to cut corners mm. everywhere as much as possible right? right so one of those corners being um labor and another one is the uh, you know the supply chain right supply chain in the sense like so you need to make sure so i mean i could go by organic cotton and use an inappropriate dyeing method and you know that defeats the purpose right so your process has to be sustainable at the end of the day and we've already talked about consumption right like buy something if you really need it because um yeah if, what we're trying to do is which so the idea of sustainability is to deliver you with a quality product right and you want to decrease the turnover rate you don't want to like keep buying and throwing and buying again right so we're trying to like decrease the turnover rate as the goal and now you've asked about what's the difference between like organic cotton and conventional cotton um or any other natural fiber so um i mean i'm sure everybody already aware of this because um of agriculture itself right um the amount of like pesticides that we use or any other sort of chemical right so the idea of organic cotton is we try to avoid using chemicals oh. right um so again it depends on it depends on um which board is certifying your sustainable as in sorry it depends on which board is certifying your organic cotton right um so there are many institutions right out there with their certifications saying that yes this is considered as organic cotton right and um so there are many actually 
you can call it goals attached. So for you to be an organic certified farmer, then you need to um, sign up to certain water retention goals. Mm. How can I consume, you know, the most um, apt amount of water as possible, like more efficient ways of um, using water, right? So that's one. And another one being, uh, I, I'm sure it's there. I'm not too sure about the numbers, but the amount of like chemical that you use in the process, right? Because personally, I feel to a certain extent, it is used, but maybe um, very minimal with like least amount of impact, right? Again, like sustainability is about, you can't really produce a garment with zero impact at the moment, right? They're just trying to create the least amount of impact on the environment as yeah. possible. And um, so yeah, no, that's sustainability in a nutshell. Um, so again, like I started like searching and so again, like coming back to inner engineering now, so now, okay, so now we've gathered this knowledge, right? You need to apply it, right? And uh, so how do I start doing that? So, you know, paying more attention to the products that you use. Um, not too sure if I have it here, but right from your toothbrush, right? Using plastic toothbrush, go look up for alternatives, right? Look for toothbrush made out of bamboo. For can, can you grab it and come, I'll pause it. Can you grab your copper yeah, bottle brush? It? Yeah, I'll pause it. Yeah. Yes, we are back with the yes, hammer bottle which turned into a jar. <laughs> which turned into a jar. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is my oh. hammered jar. It is hexagonal, and... kind of like a hexagon inside. The yeah, hammer. kind of like. Yeah, yeah, the effect oh, that show, you get. Show, is there water inside or can you show us the inside part? I'm not going to show the inside part you oh. Know, oh. because I didn't take care of it properly. <laughs> and, Exposed. Um, All people buying copper suffer from that. <laughs> yep. And um, actually in the inside there's a bit of like these black marks. Nah, um, come. I can show you. So like, yeah. You know, can you see? But still the outside is not getting dark, right? I think it's because I hammered. Because see mine, even the outside, it gets dark very okay. fast. But I think the hammer, oh, really? work, yeah, it gets like, this is just three okay. days clean. I just cleaned it before three days and it's become okay. like this. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good. Okay. Hammered one is good actually. Hammered one, the outside looks beautiful, even though the inside gets a little bit darker. <laughs> inside gets a bit darker. Yeah. And again, I'm, not, I'm, I'm trying to figure out um, how do I get that oxidized? It keeps oxidizing more. <laughs> Frequently now, I'm not too sure if I did something. I, I figured it out. I figured it out. You okay, take, I'm you gonna take, connect with you later. No, I'm telling this in, on the podcast. You take a big on the podcast. You, you take a you take any container which can actually fit in that jar. You put okay. it full with water, add a lot of salt, and mm -hmm. uh, squeeze a big lime into it, and then keep this immersed for a day or, or like five six hours. Then it'll become super uh -huh. clean. Yeah. Really, that easy? Because yes. uh, my yeah. mom. So we take tamarind and salt and I rub it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, comes off. Say, it comes off, but it, it doesn't come off as good as if you keep this for five, six hours. It'll become like new, super new. It'll become. Oh yeah, in warm water. 
No, or oh, I thought warm water. Just keep it in water. No need of warm also. Okay. Okay, let me try it out tonight. Yeah. yeah. Keep <laughs> before sleeping. Keep it immersed, and morning it should be done. Oh, okay. Like learning something new every day. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no. So. Oh, so um, toothbrush. Toothbrush. Got my. Of course, I've got my toothbrush. Mm, yes. See, this is a bamboo. So yeah, this is a bamboo toothbrush. Which company is that? Uh, this is by Bamboo Galu. Oh, Bamboo okay. Galu. But but again, like I bought this from Amazon. Um, okay. I want people to know also that it is available on Amazon. Like, oh, that is by like, the way, um, it is available in India. Uh, you just got to do a bit of like Google search. But last time I, I I don't remember the brand name. Sorry, but it's available. How much does it cost on the Indian website or the UK website? A uh, UK website. This was about. Eight pounds. Okay. And I got six toothbrushes, okay. and they were also promoting, okay. um, you know, you they're also promoting the brand, right? right. So I got earbuds. Oh. Look. Okay. Okay. Again, made out of uh, like organic cotton right. swabs. So the tip of the earbud, right? right. It's made of like organic cotton. Stick was made out of bamboo. So um, yeah. So I I I mean like I. Well, I've been using, I think, bamboo toothbrushes and ear swabs. I'm trying to avoid using ear swabs as much as possible, like right. cotton buds, right? Right. Um, but yeah, but, but I've been using these products for the past four months easily. Me too. I also shifted yeah. to bamboo toothbrush. Isha, Isha also has bamboo toothbrush. Oh, okay. Like, I also thought, okay, let me try. They just come out. Come out with it. Okay, no, superb. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So, so like I said, like so, I've started applying these principles, and um, so again, I don't really consume clothes anyway because my family don't. Right, mm-hmm. that's just the way we're brought up. But this time, uh, I really wanted to buy a sweater, and I'm wearing that sweater now. Okay. And this is actually a recycled um, cotton. And recycled polyester. Um, so, so like it's so all these scrap waste that you get at garment factories. So like after you like you chop out the desired shape from your uh, cloth, right? You have a lot of like waste waste material, right? Right, right? So they collect this waste material and they try to make a new product out of it. Right. Um, but again, like. Um, In the grand scheme of things, this isn't the best decision, right. because when you use synthetic products, right, and when you're washing the synthetic products, they release um, micro beads, mm. right, It's polymer, and that ends up um, in our like water system, you know, like your ocean. At the end of the day, and um, it's like a cycle, right? So you create synthetic products. You end up washing them, and then you know, like uh, marine life, eat mm-hmm. them. You eat right. them, and yeah, it's just like that cycle. So, so yeah, no, like this isn't the best way to go about it, but you know, like, is it some form of like, you know, does it have certain like element of sustainability? Yes, it does. Like consuming this is better than consuming fast fashion. 
Um, so yeah, just, just like putting it out there. <laughs> no, that, that's that's um, cool. Like, we also have to be very genuinely true to what we are putting out. Like then only mm -hmm. it will reach. Just for the sake of you know that that's very important, right? If we are doing it, we can, we should also show the journey of how we are transitioning ourselves. Like most people I see, they reach there and then like go on vegan, go this. They're not showing the journey. But we should show the journey of how we are transitioning to it. And I think that will inspire. Like right now, this podcast. Now, I next time I'm going to buy a shirt, I'm going to ask myself, like, do I really, really need this? And then I'm actually going to check, is this organic? Because I've talked with you so much. Because just because you're willing to share. But if I had just seen Thank someone say, 100% organic is the best. This is what we should do. This will... I might not even think about it. I might just go there and who cares? I'll just buy what is comfortable for me. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm like, glad that this has um, helped you as well. <laughs> but but yeah, no, uh, I mean, um, that, that, that's the beauty of uh, being in a community, right? Like, um, so I see Isha as a community. And um, yeah, I'm sure like, even your followers and all our peers, right? Just the willingness to yeah. listen to someone. Like yesterday I watched uh, Amar Allah's uh, podcast. Oh, okay. so it's like an hour and a half, right? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, though it took an hour and a half, he um, was trying to articulate his experience, you know, in a more like, uh, more... Like a in a friendly format, right? For other people to like, kind of like, um, grasp it. I would say but, uh, that's the that's the that's the thing, right? With um, spirituality, you have certain experiences, but at the end of the day, they're all like computers, kind <laughs> of, you know, like how you need to code what you're going to say, and the other person has to decode it, right? <laughs> <laughs> So I hope through this podcast, uh, as in like we've talked about all this, but I hope like people decode, yeah. you know, like what we're trying to yeah. uh, convey as well. Yes. Because like, because there's a reason, right? Like why we talked about childhood, um, university, friends, like, so I hope uh, it's helped them shape some sort of like perspective. And, I hope it uh, adds a value to someone who is listening to it, you know, and help them see yeah. how it is, whether they change or not, it's a personal choice, but just being aware of it, like, you know, such things are there, out there. And Definitely. Know, so the next time when they go shopping or when they see something like this, like next time they see someone protesting outside, they just like, ah, this is some nonsense. They will see like, okay, there might be something to it. Yeah. So and like, actually go, uh, sorry, Anna, uh, I would say like, go talk to them, yeah. you know, just, um, Put yourself in a position where you can download some data from them. You know, just be willing to download the data from them. Um, that, that's what's most important. Yeah. Um, but 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 yeah, but that, that's with sustainability and also um, it would be so if anybody are willing to. Um, venture out into some sort of like a fashion startup or if they run, um, sorry, if they work in fact in the fashion industry and um, if you're looking out for, you know, like a, you know, a supplier as in like a manufacturer with um, these concepts like deeply embedded, then please do reach out to 
So where where do we reach out? My dad. To? Yes. My dad. <laughs> where can we reach out to your dad and as well as you also? Like which is the best place to reach? Oh yeah. Um, so we have a website where you could um, just drop in a message. Um, it's just a very simple website. You know, it's just one page. You can scroll all the way down. Can you spell it out? Can you spell, spell it out for us? Yeah, sure. Uh, it's called Nuva Fashions. Uh, so uh, before I spell it out, Nuva means new variants. And uh, I mean, that's why we named it um, back in the day. So it's N-U-V-A fashions.com. But um, I guess Anna, you could link it down. Yeah, I'll maybe. link it. I'll link it. Yeah. Also. yeah. And it, it would be great to also, so, I mean, if you, if any of you do message us, if you could just say that you're from the Asia community or, you know, like you uh, watch this podcast, that would be, um, yeah, it, it would be good to know that, you know, like you've gone through this content as well. Um, but yeah, no, but yeah from, from a sustainability point of view, um, this is how inner engineering, like as a tool, it's helped me like embark on this journey. And uh, it's not, it's not limited to textiles, right? Um, sorry, if I gave you that signal that we're ending the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but it's not it's not limited to sustainability. That's also an important um, message that I want to convey. Um, you know, it's also linked to your food consumption, right? So when you go to the grocery store, start observing: um, are are these materials recyclable? Um, so recently. So, so I've changed the way I <laughs> buy apples. So apples usually come in a cardboard tray, wrapped around plastic, right? And sometimes the plastic wrap is not recyclable. Right. And I didn't pay attention, right? So most of the fruits that I bought um, fall under the same category. So then I was like, okay, fine, let me spend a little bit more money. I mean, if, if at all, it does cost more, but by loose like fruits and vegetables, you know, right. like, uh, you know, all these, um, when you stop paying attention to detail, then, you know, like all our habits would accumulate together and then things would change, hopefully. So where can they reach personally out to you? Like, do you have an Instagram or email? Oh. Which I can link. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you'd like to talk about anything, right? From, I mean, it, it does not need to be only about textiles. Like, please do reach out regarding anything, right? Like a perspective or, yeah, <laughs> anything that you took away from this podcast. Um, so my email is Praveen. Um, and I think you could drop it in the description. Yeah, but it's I'll Praveen. drop it, but just spell it out also so that if someone's listening, yeah, yeah. they can easily type it out. Also. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's um, P R A V W E N seven eight nine seven at yahoo.co.uk. And um, on okay, I'm on Instagram. Hey, are you on Instagram? Yeah, as, <laughs> but I don't use it as much. Yeah. Send um, me, send me, let me also show it out. Yeah, spell it out for me. Uh, okay, it's Praveen underscore Scar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is what is Ravin underscore Scar or Joanna? Scar S C A R. Just Scar. 
Scar because um, is this the guy? Is this the guy? Pravina. That is the guy. <laughs> guys, see, 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 see. This guy was meditating with shirtless top. Oh no, no. With hey, you have a, like a good body in oh, this. Oh come on. <laughs> Biceps, try all are well defined. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, just trying to maintain that in a hit the follow button. Okay, but private oh. account. <laughs> private account? account. Yeah, you have to make it public, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got it. Awesome. Oh, I, I can't believe I don't follow you on Instagram. But uh, yeah, no, but Instagram. You don't so use, right? Recently, well, as in, I use, I mean, I, like, I, I use it. But then um, recently, a friend was like, hey, listen, because it's so convenient for you to open it up on your app, mm-hmm. right? as in, like, just open right. the app and you're in Instagram. He's like, delete the app and use the browser. Oh, so that it's hard for you to. That's why, yeah. So yeah, it's a bit more like hard for me to use it. So I'm just like trialing it out at the moment. Right, right. But but yeah, but of course, like I check messages and people do like ping me on Instagram. Awesome. <laughs> so I link that also in the description. Yeah, and also Anna, we could. Um, so if people want to talk about uh, food habits as well, happy to do that, yeah. um, because um, I'm not sure. But then if your followers are, you know, like the youngsters, you know, just like us. And um, recently I've been, so, okay, now we're kind of moving away from the podcast, but then. That's okay. Um, That's good. Like, let's so, move, let's yeah. move away from the podcast. There is no, okay. <laughs> when we move away, but, it is actually the most super valuable things that come out. Okay. No, but I think if I shell out some of my recent difficulties, then maybe like you could some content or maybe somebody who was willing to create content can do it but because um i used to consume meat right had an adequate amount of protein easily right so even when i'm working out um, you know it was just easy to get it um but after moving into a more yogic lifestyle um, i understood that it's, it kind of contradicts with what you, the way you want to look, right? Because if you're eating too much, then it takes a toll on your mental power and you don't want that to happen, right? So things have to be a lot more effortless in your stomach. So I started searching on YouTube, like, um, it might sound a bit silly, but then like a pranic way to put on weight or like build muscle Please, more. I think a lot of people are going to reach out to because a lot of people message me how to gain weight, how to lose weight, how to build muscle, do that. pranic. I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> As in, maybe like with pranic might be the uh, like wrong term over here. My bad. Because, um, yeah, I mean, pranic just maybe Maybe without meat. Out. Maybe without meat. Like without meat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like in a more yeah, sustainable more way. Like, I was going <laughs> to use the S word. <laughs> you know, I, I know, like, that's a whole new story, but for another time, because um, when you eat uh, more plant-based fuel, right, you need to treat it in a certain manner. Mm. You need to soak your beans, like your peanuts as well. But you need to make sure that you soak them overnight, wash them cook them a certain way and yeah 
So anything else that you would leave <laughs> like last to the viewers before we end the podcast? <laughs> mm, yeah, sure, definitely. Um, I think I'd like to touch up on a few things, like you know, but just to like summarize what we talked about, and um, one of them being just uh, I'm not saying have an open mindset, but if you were like me in the past, and if you're listening to this, just try to have a slightly more open mindset. You know, like um, right from what your parents are saying at home, right? Um, just ask more questions. Um, yeah, in a in a very, like you said, Anna, like earlier, in a very joyful manner. Like, try not to get like, pissed off, but try to be joyful, but ask them the questions because like you need to ask questions right why would you randomly listen to you anyone like even your own parents um and secondly um yeah just try to decode the podcast as well um because i i, I know we took some time but then like the story does add up and just try decoding it and uh, see if you could apply some of these principles in your daily routine. And thirdly, um, <laughs> I don't know what to say, actually. That was very oh, good. Thirdly, that was like, actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Anna. I, um, I, I missed out some, on something important, and that's um, just like relationships. And because um, I know I casually mentioned that my relationship with my parents and my sister was not as um, more connected as it is now. Now it's a lot more connected and especially up to inner, inner engineering, right? I've, I've um, established a deeper connection with my sister. She's only 16 and she said she's actually willing to give the program a shot. Uh, sometime soon the younger they are the, so, the more they are willing <laughs> that's what i have said <laughs> yeah and if you have um, you know peers or like brothers and sisters friends um, yeah try to spread the message but again in a more subtle manner and i'm sure they pick it up eventually they they pick it yeah. up see what i've noticed with 15 16 or 14 year old kids it, is like if they feel something is genuine they they actually have that intuition very much in that whether this guy is talking yeah. bullshit or is simply you know if it actually works for him yeah they are, they are very intuitive it's i think the more grown up we are the more we are like i need to this is it right like but they just know it like whether it is genuine or not definitely and um, i'm sure like a lot of people must be watching you as well Anna. do you have like a lot of um youth who are watching my, my you... in, in my analytics it's basically from 18 to 13 years old my more my more people who watch my content is from 18 to 30 years old oh okay okay wow um yeah so all the 18 year olds out there then try to like slowly introduce you know like introduce your younger ones also into the process because like you said right the earlier they the earlier they embark the journey the more intact it is right and time is very limited at the end of the day and uh, also i like to finish off by saying uh, keep your practices consistent um, the reason why i didn't do the completion program is because my practices are not consistent um, 
successfully in the last two weeks, I've been doing arm chanting 21 times daily, sometimes like two sessions, sometimes only like one, but I make sure that I do it. You don't need to like wake up at five in the morning and do it, but you know, that's also another problem. Um, I thought I'd have to wake up early to do this, but then I was like, wait, let me just wake up whenever, but I make sure I do this. Like this is the first thing that I do after taking a bath or something, right? So try to keep your practices consistent and yeah, then you can start like doing venture out into like completion or like Hatha yoga, anything that you want to do. But first comes like consistency, it's key. <laughs> but, um, but thank you everyone for watching. Um, I took my own time, but I hope it's worth it. Thank you, Anna. Namaskaram. Namaskaram. <laughs> this has been great. Thank you so much for adding value to the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you, Anna. Bye, guys. Namaskaram, everyone. Hope you guys are doing good. And welcome to Aishu's podcast.